he gave chances to Len, uh, to Shankar Sampangiraj. He gave a lot of players chance. I feel that side of VFC is no longer there. Correct. Liverpool keep winning every tournament at Youth World. So that question is coming later. Yeah. Because they will address them in a different category altogether. I have my sympathies with the sports persons because again it's down to how the system is in India. Yeah, and I'll tell you something also because yeah. how little politicians know anything about sport who are running. India's first captain, Dr. Tiao, he had a chance to play for Arsenal, he had an offer to play for Arsenal. Imagine if he had turned out for Arsenal then. Hmm. I would argue that I-League is more competitive. Hello and welcome to Injury Time, the footnote episode here with uh, where we answer the questions that you have sent us. And to help me, Sandeep, with his answers is, uh, as always, Deva and Sen. Hi, sir. How are you? Good. Yes, it's uh, all fake uh, pleasantries because <laughs> we've been sitting here for an hour or so. Yeah. So, I've been uh, looking forward, I believe there are 12 questions. So. Yes, this is interesting. I like this. It's I a like landmark this day. It's a landmark day. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, listener. Yeah, so uh, first of all, let's go right into it. Uh, Trevor Pereira is asking, why are not local bodies accountable for the growth of football? and proper system implementation at the grassroots. What is the role of AIFF in this regard? This, he sent this last week, but uh, it was after we started recording. So, sure. I, I saw you respond on Twitter anyway. So, let's uh, pick up where we left off. Yeah, I, I think it's a pretty straightforward one for me. That uh, it should be a basic criterion to be able to field any team in a national league. That you must have a state league or whatever, city league or something. And that's where I think AIFF have missed a trick. Of course, AIFF is... I mean, let me tell all listeners that football is one of the priority sports which is identified by the Ministry of Youth Affairs and Sports, which means that it gets one of the best fundings. And in any case, it has a massive uh, multi, uh, well, million or whatever, if it is funded. A lot of their uh, salaries actually come from FSDF, whoever works with the IFF. So there is money to be had. There is money in the sport. It's not like there is no money. Where is the money going? Is the that, is, yeah, that is the moot point. That A lot of these uh, state associations we know are headed by people who are you know, one foot in the grave and they should not be anywhere near a football field ideally. But the other ones have been sort of uh, plaguing it for a long time, for maybe 20-25 years. And they just refuse to either die or to resign. And uh, it's it's become fiefdoms of sort, and which is where a cleanup needs to happen. Uh, interestingly, this current government, when it came in, they talked very highly about doing something about the National Sports Board. But what they've been doing on the side is they've been trying to scuttle it further from what it is. It is already a very watered-down version. It needs a much stricter National Sports Board, which needs to have more uh, stringent measures about the terms of uh, you know, state associations or whatever, any kind of uh, administrators. So once you get the administration right, things will fall in place, Trevor. So that's the big question that we all need to ask for more accountability. AIFF does print its, uh, I think it's annual budgetary expenses and everything, but lots of things are filed under miscellaneous. So I think it's it's time for us to maybe put out an RTI or something and ask for more accountability from each state association that are you hosting a proper league the way that it should be done? And if you're not hosting it, then yeah, it should reserve the right to take away a team from there. It's absolutely because it seems like a uh, lot of the state, like Tamil Nadu, there is no Chennai league anymore. 
and you so, look at the northeast i think every state has a league absolutely and football is properly blossoming there then why not reward them with more teams i think that's my simple logic yeah because they have enough teams there like they have enough players yeah. Yeah. chennai is not happening for two years i think it's not happened or if the last year it happened it happened in a very small manner yeah so you have to you have to maybe phase it up maybe start with monetary fines or something but then revoke their uh, license to have a club yeah. then then the the club owners will feel the pressure to you know actually have a dialogue with the state associations absolutely so uh, this is a big issue that's plaguing everywhere and i specifically bring out tamil nadu because they have the women's champion the men's champion and i think the santosh trophy also they do well yeah so they have players so they are doing it despite the administration yeah so that insane that's insane and people like uh, rohit ramesh and all doing what they have to do on their own yeah yeah on their own and so that's one of the reason i don't like criticizing chennai city fc that much because they they are fighting against the system and all that stuff so uh, next question is from nadeem and he's had uh, heard i league telecast gets interrupted due to interest uh, internet issues as uh, they are transmitted over some gobi wow or something i don't know what that means yeah so can small issue be solved by delay of 5 minutes in the broadcast i suppose it can i uh, i don't know i mean, yeah. uh, I mean what i, I understood know. from a dialogue with chiranjeet as well on twitter he, what he was saying was that they are not doing it by the you know traditional means so they are not using obi vans at all apparently it's not going by so what is obi vans so an obi van is what your news channels also broadcast with and live sport also happens with that it's i mean it's short is it form the van for, just outside yeah. oh okay okay uh-huh. short form for the pcr broadcast. is in that van then no the pcr is a different thing so the pcr sends out a signal which goes into the uh, ob van which has a mini satellite so that okay. satellite beams it up which is uh, picked up by the satellite which is booked for that particular slot from that you know geo mm-hmm. positional area and then it comes down to where the channel is located their head offices and then they beam it up again and then it comes to your whatever tata sky or yeah so it's like a three four way process okay so i i believe what's happening this year is they are doing a lot more of it through the internet they are just using you know insta uh, is giving them the video right so they yeah. are a direct which is why it's not yeah. great quality because it's almost internet quality so yeah i i i don't know if it's a it's a difficult one because it's a you know chicken and egg situation because the sport anyway doesn't have much of a reach mm. a lot of people don't know about it, about its existence of course indian football fans want to watch it across as many platforms as possible but in the meantime i guess you know the real kashmir match the first home match was proof that if you watch it on the facebook page mm. it's actually better quality in many ways than the telecast so which facebook page the real kashmir facebook page so the it, it the, that game came on the i league facebook page and yesterday i saw a message saying that it will be shown on the bsport facebook page so okay. facebook is the right place i think to watch the id so now i have to re-log in into facebook i had left it for good yeah yeah it's a sad thing but yeah yeah so <laughs> i didn't i really don't want to do it so uh, anyway uh, hopefully that clears up uh, your question i'm sorry because i really don't know much about this side of things so uh, he asked also yeah does a cup competition alongside the league is there a viable option with group knockout home away model and scheduling wisely to reduce traveling costs i think that it, this was planned a long time ago and this was planned basically for the uh, i league when it was the premier competition um yes it could work but again the problem is that unlike say england india is a very big, big country and uh, it would depend a lot on the draw so what you would have to ensure is that say 
BFC just played FC Goa. Then they also play a cup competition in two or three days' time. Hmm. Thankfully, there's not much of a difference. But imagine if PSC were playing Northeast one day, and then hmm. they were drawn to play, say, uh, something in the north the next. Hmm. So that would make it a little more difficult. So, yeah, I mean, in an ideal world, you would want that kind of a schedule for India. But I don't know how feasible that is because traditionally the Federation Cup used to also be held at one place. Yeah. But one thing was for sure that uh, there was a time when Federation Cup used to have a lot more teams. So I think they used to do it with 14 teams. More than more than that. That was when they moved to a group stage. They used to do a round of 32 as well. Mm. So that would include maybe the top. Uh, I mean, anyway, the I League used to be 14 teams or something. Yeah, I think 16 teams. 16 teams would include the top whatever 14 or 12 from the I League and the top four from the second division. So it would make for a good spectacle because you could have you know situations like a second division team beating a top division side right on the first day. Yeah, and that led to some great matchups. But it was done away with because they felt that it was unfair on some of the bigger teams to you know face that prospect of getting knocked out immediately. But so not that is the whole idea. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. <laughs> But uh, my, I, I did think about this a while. One yeah. of the things I was thinking is the finances in Indian football is always, yeah. you know, suspect. Yeah. So you give them home and away extra matches, yeah. may not be able to sustain in terms of travel, in terms of paying the players more money. Yeah. So this home and away model may not be great. But Federation Cup, like you said, you, they go stay there in one place and play. Hmm. It may not be great for the fans, yeah. but it works out well for the clubs because they have to pay. Yeah, the you could say around. that they're trying the same with Super Cup, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's for whatever reason it's really not taken off. <laughs> yeah, these first few years. Yes, so uh, that is an issue. But one, uh, I was speaking to Naushad Musa and all, some the, mm. who's a BFCB coach, former yes, India yes. player, yeah. and one of the things he said is how earlier, before this one league rules them all came across. And how these Kolkata leagues used to happen, Mumbai, Goa, all these different different leagues will happen. But simultaneously, they'll take a break when there is a Duran Cup, when there is a Caesars Cup. So that the best players are all available. Yeah, so then they go and play over there and then come back. So he had a, they talk about a black, black book uh, in which AIFF, this is the interesting thing, at that time AIFF wanted to curtail players from playing more than 50 games a year because they thought, you know, injuries and all that stuff. But they would play the black market tournaments also on the side. But they had to get the stamp. So you had to minimize, you have to make sure they played only 50 games. In now, 5-0. 5-0. Now you play maybe 20 games at best, if you are atop this thing and maybe 25 including the cup competition. Yeah. There you have to stop them from playing more than 50. And they would still go to the sevens and the black tournaments and play and all those kind of things. So this is... That one league rules them all maybe changed how the entire ecosystem yeah. worked. Maybe and not for the better. Smaller cups and everything were basically from where your coaches were picking the team. So yeah. you knew that there was somebody in form. What's happened now is you have a core group of players, but sometimes you're forced to pick a few just because you've not had a look outside and just there aren't enough players playing at a top enough uh, you know, level to, for you to pick them. But would you still have liked the old this thing? I would, and I think. Even uh, Novi mentioned that, uh, Novi Kapadia mentioned that in one of the uh, podcasts that he did. He said that, uh, without a doubt, the best Indian coach uh, we've had in recent years was Bob Houghton. Mm-hmm. But the one mistake he made was he, he cut down on these traditional 
tournaments. He said that, no, the national team players must not play all these, you know, Durant Cup and whatever. With the result that a lot of them got devalued, some stopped completely and some got converted into under 20 events. Yeah. So, if you still had those, then all your top players would still be playing, all your top clubs would still be playing, you would see these traditional rivalries played out and you would still have good performances. You would probably have more players to pick from, which is just not happening. Uh, then Mali has asked, thoughts on Gauramukhi's return to the ISL. Now, I know that he has come back into training with the first team. So, uh, I think nobody should have an issue with him playing, right? Yeah, should, I, should be allowed we addressed the, the, yeah. the last time this was asked as well that, uh, you know, he's done his time. It's time for him to come back. He's definitely a talented player. And just put all of it behind and just get on the pitch and play again. Yes, because at this level it doesn't matter. If he's 16, 28, 34, as long as he plays well. He does seem to have some potential in yeah, there. Just don't market him as a 17-year-old now. That's yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to go and see in the website what age he's given now to see if there is another story there. <laughs> and then uh, Tejas has asked, uh, do you see BFC being more clinical and dominant with the new striker coming in and hopefully Chetri back moving on to the left? Interesting, but I think yeah, they played their best on uh, the previous match when Manuel Onwu came on hmm. and Chetri moved to the left. So that could be the the key that Kwadarath uh, has been looking for. Again, Chetri at the centre, Ashik on the left, Udanta on the right. Perhaps a little bit too much inexperience around Chetri because of which he was needed to drop not the, able to hold up the ball. Also. Seems like an issue, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he would love to have that kind of a striker alongside him, which is why we need to have a first look at Brown and see how he you know gels into this team. But yeah, if they can add a little bit of physical presence up front, then anyway, they are very good offset pieces. But mm-hmm. that could another be you know another strong point for them in their game. From what uh, we have, I've not seen Dishan Brown play, but from what I've been told by the club, he is rapid. That's uh, I don't know if that changes anything because Senja yeah. was rapid last year. Yeah. And uh, he couldn't make it. Or maybe unless he has some hold-up play in him, yeah, may not be the ideal option there. But uh, yeah. but uh, curtains on on who? Do you think? I I think sorry for him because I believe he's he was carrying an injury or something, which yeah. is why he missed out a lot. I think uh, what he didn't do enough was threaten to score. But otherwise, he was quite useful for the 30 odd minutes that he played against Goa. Because what he was doing was he was drawing some of their central defenders a little further away. Hmm. He was keeping uh, you know, occupied uh, Murtada Fall and uh, Carlos Pena quite occupied with his movements. And that was just allowing Ashik and uh, Chetri from either side to just get get involved in the game a bit more. So, I don't mind that honestly. Like that's, that's still a little bit of work. You don't always need to be on the ball to be able to influence a game. Absolutely. Uh, so, Footballwala asks, uh, when can we realistically see an FA Cup-like tournament involving all clubs from Indian, this thing, and uh, commercially also it should be fine? Probably similar to the previous question that uh, there have been a- attempts to do this. Uh, let's hope that, I mean, I think in their master plan, they have a plan to have a knockout tournament. But I think Super Cup is what starts yes. next season. But I don't know how inclusive it will be because I, I agree with what he says that it should have teams from across the rungs yeah because it will just make things a bit more interesting I mean you look at England you have the League Cup you have the FA Cup you have these tournaments where the smaller teams also get a chance to compete with the best and you know stake a claim for continental slot is a separate thing hmm. even to be noticed within the country and to do well and to advance as a club you need these matches 
So it would be a great situation if possible. I mean, eventually when there are three or four tiers, that you should have every team involved in at least one competition. But how uh, confident are you of something like this happening? Because not in my head, I'm like yeah, not in the immediate future. Like you need a radical shift in. Both the calendar and the way things are scheduled, and how uh, AFF is approach it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, because it will just give an incentive for people to keep running the club. But soon, I think a lot of them will not bother to invest anymore in Indian football. Yeah. No, that is a realistic concern that's coming up. I feel. Now, uh, Dritiman is asking. When I am Vijayan was aging, Bhutia was there, and when Bhutia's time was there, Sunil was there to take place. But now, after Sunil, who? who? It's a tough one because even JJ is not a spring chicken anymore. I think JJ is just about done. In my opinion, he's yeah, done. It's, it's difficult to see him get back to his prime for yeah. sure. Um, well, I mean, to be fair, there are exciting young strikers around, but. Again, it's it's a problem that we've talked about before. It's a problem that Eagles team actually has talked about before. Are they getting enough game time in the league? So if if say a Manveer Singh, I mean, even he's not an out-and-out striker. He's more of a attacking player, maybe an attacking midfielder who can play as a false number nine or something. But are these guys getting enough game time? I mean, even when Chetri was emerging, there were a lot of good young strikers who were playing around in the Indian league. And they used to get picked for the national teams regularly. But if you look at the Indian national team right now, Balwant Singh is aging. Hmm. Robin Singh is out. Maybe Changte could be one uh, potential. Guy we talked about, about Udanta, yeah. But again, he's not stepped not up a striker. Yet. Not not really a strike striker striker. Like can't play him as a number nine. For sure. So yeah, it, the cupboard's a little bit bare. So. I mean, Where are the goals is very motivated, but yeah. I mean, yeah but he is now talking about only few matches left for the national team and all. So, yeah. I mean, hopefully, about the goal. See, he definitely, I mean, from what I understand, he definitely wants to play the 2023 Asian Cup. And with his Do you think he'll be there? I think with his state of fitness, he should be. I don't know. So that's another four years. Three years now. Yeah, three years. Yes. And the way that he played against Goa. Yeah, he looks absolutely fine. But he's fit. Yeah. He's able to play for 90 minutes, and he's. I mean, touch wood. He's relatively injury-free. I don't think he's had too many injury concerns no. over the last like three or four years. No, he's been actually taking care of himself very, very well. So that's that's the key. That he's motivated. He's you know, in a way, defying the clock. Mm. So he he's he's going to be around. But let's hope that I mean somebody else comes around as yeah. well. And and he grooms them well. I mean, we know that he does. But uh, let's hope that he carries it on and you know just takes it forward. Maybe somebody from the cold, uh, somebody from the arrows, Vikram Pratap Singh, some of those guys. Maybe they could step up in the next two or three years. Maybe, maybe they could be fast tracked. I mean, maybe that's the thing to do. Look beyond somebody like a Balwant and try and bring yeah, him up. Balwant is also in his thirties. Yeah, yeah, he would be 32, 33. Yeah. So he's just two years younger than Chetri. And he's, he's not playing as often as Chetri is, so that's yeah. a concern. I mean, he's, he's not getting any better because he's not playing enough matches. So, so um, it's a difficult situation going forward. Hopefully, something will come up. So, uh, who has the best youth development system among all the clubs? I would say it's probably a toss-up between BFC uh, and Chetri. Jamshedpur by sheer history, the fact that PFA can, yeah, 
So, I mean, clubs are definitely investing in academies and everything, and that's been one of the pleasant changes in the ISL that most of the clubs have started taking it more seriously for whatever reason, whether also to get those licensing criteria in place. Um, I think FC Goa have some decent youth development going, and they have, I mean, I think the most crucial aspect is having the right person looking after it. So, uh, BFC has Nashad Musa, FC Goa have Derek Pereira. So, I think all of that will help and these, no surprises that these are also the teams that are performing well at the highest level. I have a slightly different view on this. Go ahead. Uh, I think FC Goa has the best. Hmm. Because, of course, Derek Pereira has done. And uh, what their structure is redefined. He redid the structure that he done away with all the under-13s and all yes. that stuff. So, they are using that money to give... Uh, conduct football tournaments for schools because hmm. Goa has lots of tournaments yeah. and from there they will pick the best and they will move him into under 15 so the whole concept is to give the youngsters as much game time yeah. and then move on and one thing that I do notice is they give the youngsters a chance the team yes. and uh, they have I think they already have a replacement for uh, Mandar who is now slowly on the way and they will at some point, probably move him on, and they already have that young boy uh, who la last year played in the final of Super Cup. I forget his name. It's not Liston. Uh, it's one of the all. Amai, Amai Ranavadi. No. So, I mean, anyway, I mean, yeah. we'll find out the name. But there is a left back already in place to come in for him. He's already played uh, at the highest level last year. Yeah. This year, probably grooming stage and probably slowly come into that team. So, I think they will give. Uh, there's a pathway yeah, there. As I said, it's, it's down to the personnel. You have the right person, you'll always have the right yeah. system. I have a question with BSC though. Because I watched their uh, second team yes, play yes. almost all the 11 games in the Super Edition this day one. I don't see a way in for the first into the first team. Mm -hmm. Because interestingly, something that I was thinking about then, when Ashley Westwood was here at the club, uh, he gave chances to Len, uh, to Shankar Sampangiraj, who his career moved away because of the injuries that he's yeah. had. He gave chances to Udanta as an 18-year-old. He, he gave a lot of players chances mm -hmm. and even had the guts to field an all-Indian lineup in an AFC Cup game mm -hmm. and took out three players and put three under-22s in the team. Like how Malzum Zwala was another yeah, one who yeah, played Zwala. So, I feel that side of BFC is no longer there. Correct. Because they don't give any chance. I think they've become a little more obsessed with uh, winning and uh, just being like. But it's okay, it's the way the different teams function. And you have someone in there under. Uh, but they did have Suresh on the other day. Yeah, they did that put Suresh on in the final game. Uh, it was a pleasant burst from him. He had a half chance to score as well. He scored in the uh, final game uh, that recently he attended. And. What I was looking at it was, you were bringing your first teamers down to the second team and playing them because they need game time, obviously they don't get the first time. They, maybe their under 15, under 13s will slowly become you know, decent players. You see, someone like Leon Agustin has been playing in the B team for 4-5 years now. At some mm -hmm. point he has to look at himself and say, okay, maybe I should leave. I think they have used him in uh, AFC Cup matches, right? One or two, yeah. under so, Roka. They have this AFC Cup coming up this year. So yeah. let's, let's That's where they, they generally that, yeah. put a few players in. I think that should happen. Yeah. That's most, morely, mostly to give rest to the main yeah. player. But, but it's also an opportunity for these young guys. Yeah. But I, I mean, I honestly, when we speak to Carles about Edmund Lalandinka, he's scoring, I think he scored 11 goals Focus in the second. Goals, yeah. 
but uh, there is a jump obviously to come to the first main yeah. division play he's not convinced yet he's not convinced yet and he was very open and direct about the fact that look at him he's not scored but mm-hmm. then i can say the same thing about ashik and udanta as well mm-hmm. so uh, not really sure what to make of them so they have a good system in place they have a residential academy and stuff like that but i have the output is as good i have my reservation hopefully they prove me wrong sure and obviously all the northeast teams have an amazing youth system Kerala, I don't know, uh, so I can't say about that. So I will not keep winning every tournament. Uh, so that question is coming later, yeah, because they will address them in a different category altogether. Uh, so this is an interesting question from Naveen, formerly with injury time himself, and he personally texted me about this. He said, "Ask the Bayern, do sporting personalities staying apolitical in a time like this? Because you and Naveen are very active." Uh, is that any helpful? Chetri hasn't said a word, and Gurpreet has uh, just retweeted concerns about the Australian forest fire that they are having. So, being you and he are very vocal. Yeah. So, what would you have to say about? Mm, I have my sympathies with the sports person because again, it's down to how the system is in India. So, we know that uh, you know administrators, politicians, the entire nexus wields a lot of power. so for any sports person to stay active they are dependent on a lot of uh, you know favors in a lot of ways from all these people and especially when you're part of a team then you have somewhat of a responsibility of you know so we don't know what their owners how their uh, relationship is with the bjp government so maybe they're not speaking out of some kind of an unspoken um, you know pact or whatever so i wouldn't blame it i mean it's always admirable when a sports person speaks out in spite of all of that but i don't you know blame them when they when they don't it's absolutely we had that discussion with an office as well especially when uh, darren kaldira spoke up yeah, so we we had a similar one when uh, saina nevas spoke about that hyderabad encounter mm-hmm. and we had a lot of colleagues who were outraged like you know what she lacks brains and this that and can't even think for herself so i just put it there i said that what if she really believes that this was good hmm. we shouldn't you know deny them that little space of uh, benefit of doubt of course subsequently then she put that copy pasted uh, yeah, everyone had the same tweet yeah. that was embarrassing so that yeah. kind of made that argument fall flat on its face but i mean we know that these guys are dependent on the past that be for a lot of yeah you know, lot of obstacles i mean a lot of obstacles can be created if they speak out so i don't blame them for not speaking absolutely. i mean i wish they would but we are in a real world yeah, absolutely and uh, it's so you agree pretty much yeah absolutely i agree too because you can see uh, they win and they come back and they tweet and thank this person that person everyone it has nothing to do with their uh, development as such but it's a game that you have to play to stay relevant and that's a, i mean we've grown up seeing this in india that at least abroad like you know politicians don't involve themselves in sport they don't try and get front and center but in yeah. india that's sadly a trend they look at they don't look at sport as a project to take they look at, a, at any sport at any sporting occasion at any match at any felicitation as a chance to garner some glory for themselves yeah, absolutely you know it's, it's tough to take a group photo good. yeah because the players will be at the back yeah and so and It's 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 it is what it is. No? Yeah. You remember when India won the 2007 T20 World Cup and they had that felicitation in Mumbai? So the front row was all politicians. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it it was strange, but it, it, like I like you said, it is what it is. They hog the limelight. Yeah, they absolutely. They want that, and, and every I, success is owned up to. I mean, they they want to own every success, and failure is just like you know thrown to the trash can. So 
Yeah, and I'll tell you something also because yeah. pol- how little politicians know anything about sport who are running. Yeah. And this, and you can absolutely relate to this. Uh, South East, South Asian Games, we win medals by the hundreds. Yeah. Because nobody's there. And then we felicitate them, give them two lakhs, three lakhs. I mean, it's all yeah. fine. You give whatever you want. Then I was told personally by Narendra Batra, who is our IOC. He, sorry, they don't IOA. IOA. And he was personally told to me and a couple of other journalists during one of the interactions or when we caught him near his cab during the Asian swimming meet. And he said, why should we send our people to Commonwealth Games? Because shooting is not there. That medals, uh, we don't win anything in Olympics. We win so many in Commonwealth. And just kind of disrespected the whole sport. And and every other person who, by extension, who won in Commonwealth level. And then now you are going there and saying, we will conduct a shooting event ourselves with our own government paying the money. For grandstanding. And like, if can't you, anything. nothing, nothing, you are going to spend Indian money yeah. on conducting Commonwealth shooting separately so that you can go and claim that we did it. Come on, man. From a place where your medal doesn't worth anything, you are holding a whole tournament. So, uh, anybody is listening, none of the politicians know what is don't happening in sports. Yeah, okay, yeah they are just saying things uh, at the moment which they seem is going to be relevant and then they, that, that's it. And to be fair, even I haven't spoken a lot on Twitter about uh, any of this CA, CAB even. I tweet Twitter here and there, mostly because uh, I am not that active on Twitter anymore. And also because I, I, I don't know enough. You're not sure. Yeah, yeah I don't know enough. Sure. But what is happening in Jainian is terrible. I mean, with booms uh, and all that kind of stuff, it's just, it's, common. it's just terrible. But again, sports people have a lot to lose tweeting against all these things. So, uh, moving on to Abhijato Sensarma. He's asked three questions. One yeah, is, he's a familiar face. He, he keeps uh, writing on Tripping Four. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's oh. from Tripura. Very interesting uh, young kid. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. he uses many variations of his name to ask questions. Does he? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, he is asking, uh, are measures taken for age verification of players? Uh, are they enough? And leaving aside the morality aspect, does the age fraud really affect the senior level? And this is where Minerva will come. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, what is your thoughts on this? Uh, obviously, age fraud, they are not doing enough. Yeah. But the problem is also, they, the, the test that we have is a plus 2, plus 1, minus 2. Yeah, so, if you have, White House yeah, so, you have 16 or 18. Or 14. So it's somewhere in that range. Uh, so it's difficult to say unless you get it right down the birth certificate changes. I know some players who have three different birth certificates, uh, three different dates and years. So uh, those kind of stuff are there. And it affects the senior, this thing, in the sense that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know what he's asking, but technically it doesn't really affect because you could be 22, you could be 24, you could be 26. Once you're out there on the field for your club or for your country, then nobody's going to ask you your age. Yeah, no. <laughs> that, no, really that doesn't part matter. doesn't matter. But, but where it affects is, uh, or where it reflects really poorly on the Indian sporting system is how it's used, maybe not just Indian, across the world in many countries. Most predominantly probably Africans, in Africa. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> I mean, not to reinforce any stereotypes, but it's basically made by shortcuts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's probably also a reflection of how sport is viewed in society. So, sport there is a means to get employment or something. So, which is why you have multiple dates of birth. So, you fudge your age, you pretend to be younger to win a tournament when you're already over age. And correspondingly, you also overcook your age because you need a job. 
this is also very common in India. You could be 16, but you could show yourself to be 18 or 19 because then you are employable, and then you play, and then you get a job with a public sector undertaking. So. Again, it's up to the authorities. How serious are they about weeding this out? How serious are they about uh, penalizing teams which indulge in this? Completely throw them out of domestic competition. At least make sure that they are given a rigorous enough punishment so that they think twice before doing it again. And thirdly, make your sport professional enough so that people don't need to do all of this. Absolutely. And at a skill level, when you are a 14-year-old, when you are a 16-year-old playing with 14-year-olds, the difference is help you. massive. It doesn't help you when yeah. you're so we hear a lot kids. about these next big things coming through the ranks, and then they come to the senior level, and suddenly they just can't deal with the fact that oh, now the playing field is even. Yeah. I can't cut it anymore. So you yes, lose you must out have a lot lost of so many uh, talented players. Yes, absolutely. So that is where one of them happened, and then he's also asked why is India lagging behind in world football? Has ISL had any impact on youth in the country? Because very few of his people he knows watch it regularly. I think ISL has had a reasonably good impact. Correct. I'm not sure. Correct. I think so. It has. It has. And uh, it's definitely done well in certain areas, certain regions. So I don't know about the pan-India influence. As I mentioned, he's from Tripura, so maybe that's a reflection of whether football has really cut it out in Tripura. But I would expect that there's probably a greater following for I League. There is. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. Because there are several I League clubs around in that area. And uh, yeah, I mean that's about it. I really can't say much about this because I don't know. I don't At least they're putting it front and center, the ISL. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely marketing Indian football better. Whether it's really helping Indian football is still a long-term project. Yes. Uh, but what do you think about the first part? Like, why is India lagging behind in world? We've just uh, missed a lot of buses. Yeah, <laughs> I think the first bus we missed is not playing international Asian, sorry, FIFA tournaments for what? 30 years. We didn't play any games. Right? Well, I mean, that was the first. You, bus. If you go back in history, then yeah, the 1950 World Cup, yeah, not sending a team was the first major bus which was missed. Yeah, and, and then there were some other uh, situations as well. Uh, India's first captain, Dr. Tiao, he had a chance to play for Arsenal. He had an offer to play for Arsenal. Imagine if he had turned out for Arsenal then. Mm. Uh, in the 60s, Chuni Goswami had an offer to play for Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. Imagine if he played for Spurs then. But they didn't care. They didn't know yeah, it. It, 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 yeah. Exactly. It was a lack of knowledge. It was a lack of. It was a simpler time when people didn't really think that much about moving abroad. I mean, they were much more comfortable. I mean, uh, in Dr. Rao's case, there's a very nice article on him, detailed article by Sharda Ogra on ESPN.in, so make sure you read that. I haven't seen it yet, I'll check so, it out. So, where, uh, where his thing came in was that he had made a promise to his father that he'd come back and finish his medical studies. Hmm. So, <clears throat> maybe if he didn't have family commitments, he might have gone. And uh, To this day, his sons still support Arsenal because of this reason. Uh, really, that's nice. But in addition to that, uh, over the years we've missed out on re- league week structuring, lack yes. of. Yes. Uh, and I think somewhere. Idea. Uh, the, I mean, I don't want to sound uh, negative here, but to an extent, ISL here is to blame for one more thing that they've made Indians again comfortable of coming back to India. Uh, prime example is Gurpreet Sandhu. I think maybe if he'd stuck out further in Europe, he might have reached another level now. But he's come back to India. We know he's probably the best keeper in the country. He's doing a very good job. But is he adding enough to his game? We don't know that. I mean, maybe if he'd stuck out in Europe, maybe he would have, you know, transferred to a bigger club. Maybe he would have caught the eye of somebody in England. 
but I think it's a lot more complicated than that. India needs to have a specific ranking to be able to uh, clear the FA rules for transferring players. Yeah, so they could have played anywhere else other than England. Yeah, it's a combination of many factors, but yeah, just a few missteps. I think that's one regret that not enough Indians have gone abroad and played. Mm-hmm. And like everybody says, Gurpreet himself says, Chetri talks about this, that you need to start young. Yeah, you need to go start. when you're, you know, 16, 17. That's when you need to go abroad and make a name for yourself and start yeah. from scratch. Like Sunil has the same thing. He told me that uh, in Portugal, he loved Portugal. But he was too late. But he was too late. Too, too old for yeah. it. Yeah. He, he said if he had gone at 21, he would have stuck around. Yeah. But he went around 26, yeah. something like that. So it was too late for him to even try and cut it. Because people like Eric Dyer was coming behind him. And they would, and he didn't, you know, obviously went on to play for England. So, they had the talent level as well, so he couldn't stick around. So, that is one of them. Uh, and he also asks, this, and this is the final question. How to deal with I-League and its gradual decline in competitiveness, now that it isn't even the Premier League? I would argue that I-League is more competitive. Absolutely, it is. That, and it has been for a long time. Yeah. And a central uh, feature of that is the fact that there is relegation. Absolutely. Teams <laughs> so, are scared a little bit about you know, going down one rung and needing to come back two years later. Um, I don't think it's so much the uh, competitiveness, it's basically the marketing aspect of it which has suffered. suffered. So there, I don't think I-League itself can be blamed. It's basically the past that we They've allowed it to kind of slip away and become more of a foster child. Uh, when it should, ideally, in my opinion, it should have been front and center. It should have been what ISL is today. Yeah. But even if not, there should have been equal treatment. So, I, I, when I look, watch an I League game, it's uh, it's hard to play in an I League game it because is. the technicality is not there. It's more physical. The travel is much harder. It is. And uh, it's not. There are so many variations in. Uh, temperature and yeah. places that you play in. Everything. Overlong Kerala has to travel all the way to, to Kashmir. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's exactly the entire length of the country. You yeah, have there to was go. a piece which I think Jonathan wrote last year hmm. after the Gokulam match. I think how the Gokulam players cried. Hmm. It yeah, was so yeah. cold. Yeah. So, <laughs> so th- it's harder to play in the I League also because it's not very technical. You, have, you know, the much, much better players and the better coaches are in the you know, first division where they yeah. want to play. Tiki Taka or yeah, this yeah. thing passing football. Here it's like fight for life. It's a lot more uh, instinctive. Yeah, you Real Kashmir is going to smash you. That's just the way they're going to play. It doesn't care if you want to play the ball on the ground. They're just going to smash you. That's just the way they're going to play. So you get a variation. You, East Bengal plays a little better. Churchill yeah. plays better. You have a harder task against Real Kashmir. Aizwal is just frantic. Consistently over the last couple of years. Which is why I'm eager to see when the Super Cup becomes a mainstream competition. Hmm. In the Super Cup, the I League teams have always given a good shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. run for their money. They've beaten them more often than not, I would think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the numbers, but when we've seen them. It's pretty winning. much pretty yeah. 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 I mean, it's, there's nothing much to choose between the sides. But there is the beauty to the I-League, which I still feel like... Uh, it's organic. Yeah. It's, it's a natural connect. It's not a forced one, like the ISL. Yeah, and the, it's a beauty to that, which I think we should hold on to. And uh, hopefully, once uh, for, you know, promotion starts, you'll see how these clubs are. Maybe Let's hope they're around. That's yeah. the first concern. Okay, yeah, absolutely. And they are not it's going still, to be part of the... 2024-25, so it's still four years away. Is it four or four three? Four or five years. Next no. year, I think East Bengal and Bagana are going yeah, to Yeah, till proper, yeah. So, till proper promotion and relegation. Okay, okay. I just want promotion. Just get these clubs in. Like, let's say Real Kashmir qualifies. 
now the isl teams will face they are complaining about guwahati now imagine going to kashmir so that's going to be a whole other thing and that team because they don't have the backing they don't have the money they are going to play just like how they are going to play here very very physical hard you know, working collars football so to speak oh god I, then i won't be looking forward to the spaniards playing there it will be cold yeah they're going to get smashed there for sure and you can see it like like i said google players were crying i spoke to an argentine and he's like i don't i don't know what to do and he's like i played here trained here at 28 30 33 degrees and i just fly up there and it's so cold and they can't they have to warm up more and they feel like they're warming down quicker so all these kind of stuff i think uh, that's the beauty of it and uh, the channel is there. i don't have that channels so i have to find a fake something something to find it so it's getting harder to watch that what do you have at home do you have television no no television we have a tv which is exclusively used by my roommates to play uh, no they're playing uh, playstation 3 so i watch it mostly on the google cast or chromecast or something if possible otherwise on my phone or laptop get a got you know got connection has <laughs> i think no i mean i am in a rented house i keep you keep changing no, houses it's not a tv but it's just an app got tv whatever my geo or something yeah it's, it's there on geo because it's fsd no? Ah, so I think it's there enough i think it's there. so listeners you heard it here i also did not know so go check it out and uh, hopefully we can watch few more uh, is highly games in that so i think that's about all the questions we have and it was nice to have so many different questions from different people also so please do keep listening to us we'll try and our best to give you our uh, best answers and whatever information that we can and uh, till then enjoy the game and devan thank you so much for being nice. here uh, i think uh, again we take a lot of your time but you're very nice about it so we'll continue to keep uh, you know going down to that well so, so uh, thank you listeners thank you everyone and uh, everyone please enjoy the game